everyone. I'm Jocelyn, and I am grateful you're here. You're listening to the Starting with Gratitude podcast. This is a safe space intended to host meaningful conversations exploring all topics of the human experience. Every conversation starts with gratitude and remains rooted in gratitude. After you listen, make sure to join the community by subscribing and sharing. I am so happy you have joined us. Hello, beautiful podcast community. It's your girl, your host, Jocelyn. And I am so grateful to know that I don't need to identify with my emotions. And we are going to get into what exactly I mean by this and why. But before I do, I also want to express my gratitude for all of you who dropped a rating and or review since the last one-on-one we had where I so humbly asked that those of you who listen on Apple Podcast drop a review because it is so so helpful in the growth of a podcast community. And you already know this podcast isn't going anywhere. So I would really love and appreciate those of you who listen on Apple Podcasts to share your thoughts and let me know how you feel about this podcast and why it is that you enjoy it, why it is that you tune in, why it is that you resonate with it, or if there's a particular episode that you recommend others tune into, I would really love that. So for those of you who dropped a rating and a review, thank you so much. Now, also in regards to our last one-on-one episode, I shared my gratitude for allowing myself to feel my feelings and suggested the possibility of our next one-on-one being this episode to dive into my gratitude for responding to my emotions the way that I do. Talking about emotions feels very timely as I've found myself feeling extra emotional lately. I don't know if some of you have also noted this within yourselves too. I've had sudden urges to cry in moments of affirmation, of inspiration, and other moments in between. So they definitely have been like joyful tears as well as just tears of remembering and realizing just how much has changed. And the other day I was actually meditating and affirming my worthiness. I am worthy of this. I am worthy of that. I am worthy simply because I am. And I kid you not, I started crying and affirming myself at the same time. <laughs> I I was like, I am worthy of this, and oh my goodness, I felt like such a child. I lovingly laughed at myself for a moment when I observed myself and like really realized what was happening. But it was the most beautiful release when I just allowed myself to fully cry and continue affirming my worthiness. Crying is so powerful when we surrender to it. 
when it arises, especially when it's inspired by moments of self-belief, of self-awareness, self-encouragement, self-empowerment. I feel like crying is honestly one of the best ways to release our emotions, to cleanse ourselves of our emotions and to fully feel into the moment we're crying in. I know we as a society have really shamed crying to the point where crying feels uncomfortable to do, especially if we're not alone. So I am wishing more safe spaces for us to cry because crying is such a gift in this human experience. Also, I want to know that the way that I see crying now is the same way I see any other kind of bodily release. When we get the urge to pee, we go pee. When we get the urge to poop, (laughs) we go poop. It's unhealthy to hold it in because it's literally a release our body is energetically and physically asking for. Holding in Our cries is like holding in our poop, which I must admit, there was a time in my life where I literally did not cry for years. I could not remember the last time I cried. And I don't remember exactly when I stopped crying or why. Well, I have an idea why. And essentially, it's because I didn't feel emotionally safe to express myself fully or truly. So naturally, I put this wall up and just, you know, stopped crying for years. But I remember thinking often about the fact that I couldn't remember the last time I cried. And I remember there were even times where like, I really tried to make myself cry and it just could not happen. Like I had, I had suppressed my emotions that much, I guess, which reminds me of this one movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I know it's on Netflix currently, which if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend such a good rom-com, such a good holiday movie, but it's called The Holiday and it has Cameron Diaz in it, along with other amazing actors that I love like Jack Black. But Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz's character, (laughs) she literally also experienced the same thing where she just had not cried in years and she would like try to you know get herself to cry and it just wouldn't come naturally until later on in the movie she experiences something and by something I mean love and she starts crying and then she notices that she's like crying for the first time and she's like oh my gosh like tears are coming down my face I'm like really crying right now oh my gosh it's happening But that was literally me. It had been years, y'all. And you know what brought out the cries in me after all those years? That toxic relationship I mentioned in our last one-on-one episode, that relationship, as painful as it was, truly evolved my strength into softness in so many ways. I'm so grateful for the way I ultimately responded to that experience. That said... 
let's get back to responding to my emotions. I'm so grateful to know I don't need to identify with my emotions. And I feel like this is a response so many of us have is to automatically just identify with our emotions. This year truly sat me down and got me assessing my identities and why I identify with them. A big shift for me happened when I went from saying I am sad to I feel sad. I am upset to I feel upset. I am heartbroken to I feel heartbroken because the truth is we are not our emotions. We feel them, but we are not them. I think one reason why we are so fearful of feeling our emotions is because we fear that we are going to become them. If we feel angry, we are going to become anger. If we feel sad, we are going to become sadness. But that does not have to be our truth. That does not have to be our experience with our emotions. And it's important that we become aware of the fact that we, again, don't have to identify with what we feel because then we begin to develop a healthier relationship with our emotions. We aren't so attached to them. We acknowledge them as the temporary energies that they are. We may feel sad in this moment, yes. And this moment may last five minutes. It may last all day. It may last all week, maybe beyond that. But the sadness simply remains an experience of many experiences we are having. It does not make up who we are. And again, let me reemphasize from the last episode where I touched on feeling our feelings and just how grateful I am that I allow myself to feel that our feelings are temporary when we actually feel them. Because when we don't feel them and we suppress them or pretend we don't have them, we are choosing to hold on to them. We are not allowing them to be temporary. But also when we identify with them, when we choose to believe that we are what we feel, we also aren't allowing the emotions to be temporary because we are identifying with them. The same goes with our thoughts, right? Many of us identify with our thoughts. They take over us and we begin to believe everything we think. We begin to see all our thoughts as truth when the truth is that not everything we think is true. We can think that healthy love does not exist, but that is not true. We can think that we're not capable of accomplishing our biggest goals, and that is not true. We can think that our past and our mistakes define us, but that is not true. Same goes again with our emotions. We can feel sadness and think that we are sadness, but that is not true. We can feel anger and think that because we feel it, we are anger. Anger is all that we are, but that is not true. We can 
feel disappointed and think that we ourselves are disappointment, but that is not true. Let me give you an example. The other day, I started watching this show called Harlem on Amazon because I had seen a lot of talk on these Twitter streets that this is a good show. So started watching, you know, first episode, cool. Second episode, y'all. I got so triggered by two of the characters in the show and their love story that I got the biggest knot in my throat. And it, it was in that moment that I realized I still feel hurt from my last relationship. I still have feelings of love and I still have feelings of pain from my last romantic relationship. And y'all, it's been a whole year since we separated, okay? I allowed myself to cry this knot out, which I am grateful for because back in the day, I would have suppressed my cry, but I now know that in allowing myself to cry and to feel, I am allowing myself to heal. Anyways, next day, I wake up, and I still feel this grief, right? I still feel triggered by the show. Days pass. And each day, I still feel this grief that unexpectedly resurfaced all because of the second episode <laughs> that I decided to watch. There were moments where I caught myself denying how I truly felt. And in catching myself, I pep talked myself into accepting my current truth and surrender to it, reminding myself that feeling is healing and it is also temporary. I, it, it was a fleeting moment, but I caught myself for, for a fleeting moment denying that I still felt or feel the way that I feel towards this past relationship that no longer exists in my life. For a moment, I caught myself denying it like, nah, I don't feel this anymore. It's been it's been over a year, right? Like, why am I still feeling this way? I don't feel this way anymore. Nah, I'm good. But then I was like, Nah. Okay. My higher self stepped in and was like, Joss, look, you still feel sad. It's okay. It's okay. It's a feeling and it's valid. Don't ignore it. Don't suppress it. This is your current truth. There were moments where I got sucked into the grief and the heartache, moments where it began to consume me and my thoughts because I subconsciously started to become identified with it. But because I already gained the awareness and the truth that this grief is simply an experience I'm having in this moment, I remembered this awareness and stepped out of becoming identified with it and stepped into witnessing it, observing it. This, my friends, is where our power lies. Our power and our healing lies in taking the seat of the observer. Aside from 
you know, fleetingly catching myself in a moment where I was like, nah, this is not how I feel. I don't feel like this. I'm good. I also fleetingly caught myself, right? Because I've been practicing y'all because I've been practicing now back in the day, these moments weren't so fleeting. Okay. I had another fleeting moment where I caught myself really feeding into the grief and the heartache and like just having all of these intrusive thoughts just cultivating in my mind because I started becoming so identified with the grief and the heartache and what it was that, you know, what memories resurfaced from being triggered by this show. And let me add that, you know, what really got to me, what really was the cherry on top of the trigger was not even just, you know, the plot and the situation of what was going on between these two characters, but the song, y'all, the soundtrack. Oh my goodness. Whoo. When they started playing Snow Allegra, I was like, nah, nah, I gotta cry. I gotta go cry this out. But I had, <laughs> I had a moment where, you know, all of these thoughts started to cultivate because I was becoming so consumed by the feelings that it, you know, later turned into becoming so consumed by thoughts of the past that I was no longer really in the present moment. So I was, you know, really becoming identified with this trigger with what was coming up. So when I snapped out of these ruminating thoughts that were cultivating from identifying with my heartache, I instead began to consciously hold a safe space for myself to feel while also asking myself questions about it. What triggered me to feel this way? Yes, I know that it was a show, but what exactly about the show? What exactly about the two characters? Why did this trigger me? Why, why now? Why in this moment? How am I relating to them? How is my body responding to this trigger? What do I need to assist me in processing these emotions in a healthy way, this trigger in a healthy way? Once you start actually like doing that, when you take that step back and start like, okay, let me come back to the present moment, take a deep breath and really acknowledge what it is that's going on here. Let me, let me stop myself for a moment from thinking all of these thoughts from really being taken over by these emotions. Let me pause and really observe what's taking place here. Let me ask myself these questions and check in with myself. And that question of how is my body responding to this trigger? When you really tune into the sensations of your body, like, okay, am I feeling thirsty? Do I need to hydrate myself? Am I shaking? How, you know, do I need to calm myself in some way, shape or form? Do I need to be grounded? Perhaps do I need to take a walk to really exert some of this energy? When you check in with your body in that way and start asking yourself these questions to gain more self-awareness of what's taking place and how you're responding to it, you really bring yourself back to the present moment, right? When I started asking myself these questions, I was no longer stuck in the past. I was no longer taken over by emotions. I kind of came back to my higher self, to my conscious present self, and really was able to witness what was going on. 
When we take the seat of the observer by stepping back and simply noticing, witnessing what is taking place, we gain the opportunity to choose how we respond. It is when we become so consumed by a feeling or an experience, it is when we identify with it that we lose control over how we are responding to it. I say that I am grateful to know I don't need to identify with my emotions because simply being aware of this grants me the opportunity to change how I respond to life. Awareness is so powerful. All growth begins with awareness or perhaps with the willingness to become aware. That's why whenever I notice that a friend, a loved one, a person I care about, really anyone becomes aware of something within themselves or about life overall in general, I sincerely want them to feel proud of themselves simply for gaining that awareness because again, awareness is so powerful. So what's important here? What's important when it comes to not being taken over by an experience or in this case, in this episode, by a feeling. One, awareness. We need the awareness first before we can act upon it because if we're not aware, then we're simply not aware. In this episode, we are aware that we are not what we feel. We feel what we feel. Two, acceptance. Because we can't heal the truths that we don't accept. So we must accept our emotions as they arise and simply allow them to express themselves through us and pass on by. Three, observance. If we're not observing what we are experiencing, what we are feeling, then we fall into the trap of becoming that experience, becoming that feeling. And I do want to add something that has really helped me in responding to my emotions in a healthier way and not being so consumed by them is by pretending that the emotion that I'm feeling, the emotion that is arising within me is a friend that is coming to visit me and communicate something with me. And so I like to pretend that, okay, I'm going to create this safe space for my friend to let me know their needs, their desires, their triggers, what they have going on, why they are here. Let me make some tea. Let me make this cozy. Let me make this conversation comfortable for the both of us. That kind of healthy non-attachment with my emotions has really helped me reshape the kind of relationship that I have with them. This is a practice. That's why we call it doing the work because y'all it is work. Okay. It is a commitment, a commitment worth making. Okay. Healing is a commitment and a practice. Honoring your awareness is a commitment and a practice, right? Because I can be aware that I do not have to identify with my emotions, right? But if I'm not actually committing myself to honoring that awareness, if I'm not practicing that awareness, then what good does this awareness do for me? Like I said, just the other day, I caught myself getting taken over by my emotions, which led to getting taken over by my thoughts. 
And I had to reel myself back into the seat of the observer, back into the seat of my higher self, if you will. I had to pep talk myself, affirming my safety, affirming the validity of my emotions, while also affirming that I do not have to become my emotions and also affirming my healing, affirming that in allowing myself to feel while not allowing those feelings to overcome me, overpower me is contributing to my healing is a very healing experience. And it's worth noting that we have to give ourselves grace. Well, we don't have to, but we deserve to. I really encourage us to. Like in just, you know, this past experience that I just shared with you, where just the other day I caught myself, I had to gift. Well, I didn't have to, but I gifted myself grace because I know that I deserve the grace because I know that this takes practice and I know that I am trying my best and I know that it's not easy and I know that it's been years of me responding to my emotions, to my grief, to life in a way that isn't the best way, isn't the healthiest way. And I'm still unlearning. I'm still deprogramming. And again, it's a practice. It takes time. So we deserve to gift ourselves the grace as we evolve. All this to say, I am again grateful to know I don't need to identify with my emotions because this has tremendously assisted my healing, my growth, and my overall presence in life. It has assisted me in responding to life in a more mindful way and a more healthy way. I am grateful for my overall conscious awareness and how my conscious awareness always brings me back to the truth. The truth that our emotions are a gift, an honor to feel in this human experience. The truth that I am not what I feel. I am simply feeling what I feel and many other truths. So my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode and this conversation brought light to your own awareness, contributes to your own growth. I'm so proud of you and all the ways you are intentionally investing in your own conscious awareness. And as always, I am so grateful you are here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for bringing me into your present moment. And I really look forward to seeing you and exchanging energy with you through these digital frequencies in the next episode. Peace and blessings and so much gratitude.